Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers, geezers, geeks, and nerds alike. It's this week's Gaming Face Punch Gaming Roundup. As always, I've got Nigel with me. Say hello, Nigel. Hello, everyone. And joined by the retro master collectible person. It went better in my head. Uh, Babster. Say hello, Babster. Hello, Babster. <laughs> How are we doing all? So, yeah, we're doing good. So I'm going to ask a question. What have you been playing? Perhaps you want to go first? Go on, then. Um, I've been playing Dark Ages of Camelot. Really? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so no, one plays, no one plays Dark Ages of Camelot. There are 60 <laughs> players worldwide, and I know one of them. Uh, I was Is just... Right I just wanted to there are not play. 60 players worldwide. Uh, bots. Um, uh, on the honest, live servers, yeah. But on the free shards, <laughs> there's thousands. Right. Anyway, well, sorry. I, I haven't played a lot to this week because i've been too busy doing videos but um i did get to play a game called trepang 2 which is uh one of our stories a bit later on so uh, we'll keep it for that but yeah cool nige what have you been playing dark ages of camelot <laughs> apart from dark age of camelot which i have been playing uh <laughs> it's an mmo rpg what are you gonna do just play it for two hours. No, mate. Um, I've been going back to Jedi Survivor, trying to get a little bit further. My youngest has completed it, and he's already started a new game plus. So he's playing it a ton more than me. I'm about 18% in. <laughs> so I get no time to play it. But it's a good game. I quite enjoy it. Nice, nice and fun. The boss fights can be tricky. Very yeah. tricky. I just, I've still been playing uh, Rise and Forbidden West. Just been going through that and just picking off bit by bit the, the bits that they're doing. It's um, it's okay. The story though, it's just I find it a little obnoxious. Still, it's it gets worse as you go through it because the character is just really fucking unlikable, and it's weird to have it, I've I've flipped because previously I was all right with her, kind of fitted, but because. At the end of the first game, she should have warmed up to people. She hasn't warmed up to anyone. She's gone reverted back to square one, which I don't like. And that, I think, is it's just no character development or growth. And it's yeah. just uh, man bad, women good. And it's like you've got all these women who are like head of tribes and stuff. And it's like, that wouldn't work like that. Mate. It wouldn't work like that. And it's, yes, it's um, very intersectional, I think is the best way of describing it. Uh, gameplay is really good though because I really love fighting the robotic dinosaurs and knocking off like the bits because you can like knock off the antennas and take out the power cells and uh, cripple the legs and stuff like that. And I get so much enjoyment out of that part of it. I, you know, having just a regular fight cheers me up. Actually, fighting humans is probably the dullest bit ever because for some reason they wear wooden masks and no matter you can have a bow that can tear through metal, it won't go through a wooden mask and like split their skull open even though you've split containers off of machines with precision hard point arrows which drives me up the wall so when you're about being trying to be stealth you have to wait for them to turn the head to hit them in the back of the head it's a gameplay mechanic i don't like it needs to change no. fix it gorilla doesn't so make I, sense how does it uh, compare to the first one um it's prettier it's really pretty mm. as a game like when you when you um when you goo them up or put acid on them or whatever, it looks so much cooler than it did in the first one. It's just, it, it's like the first one, but a 4K, I think is the best way of describing it, with more 
gooey effects and like i mean that. goo not like graphic user interface sort of thing mm. um so yeah it's uh it's good apart from you can't make um used to be able to make the uh, travel packs at the camps but you have to buy them now unless i'm missing a skill which it might be um but yes Shall we get on with the stories? Because it's a bit of a weird one this week, because Sony have got their showcase next week and everyone's just gone all mum on everything. So we've got a few like little bitty stories. Um and uh, let's see how we get on with them. So let's um, let's do our first one. All right. Jean-Claude Van Damme is coming to Mortal Kombat video game. Um, if you know the story behind uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme being involved with Mortal Kombat, uh, you'll know that there's a character in that called Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage was supposed to be Jean-Claude Van Damme. Johnny Cage. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. Um, and eventually they have they have persuaded Jean-Claude Van Damme to let, let, uh, let them use his likeness for... Um, for the game, and um, yeah, it's going to be interesting in regards to that because it's, uh, as I said, he's, he turned it down many times. He even did Street Fighter as Guile, an American hmm. who's Belgium, which makes no bloody sense, um, yep. which I found quite funny. Um, apparently, they're doing some weird thing with time travel, and you can get Jean Claude Van Damme skin. Um, yeah, it's. Yes, it's one of those things. If you didn't know that, then yeah, congratulations. You now know something you didn't know a moment ago. Well, they've added they've added action action sci-fi characters to Mortal Kombat before, haven't they? I think we've had yes, we've had Ram, we've had Rambo, haven't we? And Rambo, Terminator. Rambo, Pop, Terminator, yeah. Predator, Aliens, Predator. Spawn, yeah. um and Jungle oh, Vendor. Oh. <laughs> now we've got so do that list of that Jungle Vendor. <laughs> <laughs> yes so yeah John claude van damme in there too um so yeah it's uh, i think it'd be good i think it'd be good if if because it, it says it's a skin so i'm hoping he'll be johnny cage because johnny cage did this when we did the thing we did the splits punched character in the nuts oh okay yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's just, a and signature and move that is his signature. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not sure about, I'm not sure about punching in the nuts, but definitely doing the splits. He'd always try and do the splits at least once in a film. He does oh, it everywhere oh, he goes. Oh, yeah. Just does yeah. it um, just does it just as a party just, piece sort just, of thing. Just what, what he a, does. What a party trick there. <laughs> what a party trick. I want Steven Seagal next in Mortal Kombat. And I want to no, see his no, I don't want to see his running. You know he's running. I want I want fat Steven Seagal <laughs> in a chair. <laughs> yeah. So he's fighting them in a chair. There's some great. There's a guy I can't remember his name. He does great piss takes out Steven Seagal, where he watches Steven Seagal movies, and it's like kind of Steven Seagal's signature move is firing around the corner whilst not looking, and then hitting them somehow where they're all aiming and stuff. It's I'll have to send you some of the videos. It's just ridiculous. It, I've, I've watched a load of them, and I'm waiting for more ones to come out. But he just absolutely lays into Steven Seagal, and he's just it's like, a shame. Well, I, I liked his early movies. I did. They were, they were good fun. Good fun. Yeah, he's the problem with Steve Zagal is like a massive narcissist. Oh, he's just so a narcissistic. Bit. Just a little. It's bit. like kind of he claimed that when Brandon Lee was shot, they phoned him up. Then it's like, why didn't oh, you call wow. the authorities? 
Why didn't you call the ambulance more importantly? And they phoned me up first. They didn't phone you up first. There was, was like, a, you'll find a bullet in the gun. It's like, no, no, there's debris in the gun. There, there was a UFC fight, um, and it was um, Loyota Machida, who's a Brazilian Shotokan um, karate guy. Yeah, I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah. And um, he was fighting, I think it was Randy Couture, who was one of the heavyweights at the time. And he beat him with a, it was literally a karate kick, a karate kid kick. So The, the crane the, one. Uh, the crane kick, yeah. So it was a Toby Maigeri for people who are into the martial arts. And Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, not called Jean-Claude Van Damme, um, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yeah. Steven Seagal said that he taught him that. <laughs> so there's your narcissistic uh, tendencies. Uh, he also he also claims to be um, Russian Mongol, part Indian, and a blues player. And there's John Tron. Have you ever watched John Tron's YouTube channel? There's a great video on Steven Seagal. I'll send it to you in the chat when we're done. It's fantastic. You need to watch it. Just rips the piss out of him. I'll send him and some of these other ones because Steve Seagal is such a, a celebrity low cow, I think is the best way of describing him. Anyway, yep. now we've finished with the Steven Seagal half hour. We'll, uh, we'll move on to our next story. Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard has been approved by the EU. The Microsoft proposed uh, it's I've got fifty five billion dollars a billion pounds here rather than the sixty nine billion dollars that we had last time. Acquisition of uh, Blizzard has been approved by the European Commission. The Commission acknowledges that Microsoft would have no incentive to pull Activision Blizzard games from PlayStation, uh, but the purchase is still uh, poses an issue to the competition cloud gaming market they've also approved it in china so the one country that hold out at the moment is the uk through the cma that we've already reported on um yeah it's i just don't pay don't pay the money it's not worth the money there's like four things that you can get out of them it's not worth the money they have destroyed themselves wait until you get in look at the hr part of their business buy them up for like seven billion they're only worth i don't even think they're worth that but yes, um, so Microsoft are trying to do their damnedest, but we've got, they've still got that one holdout. So everyone's trying to apply pressure to the CMA and get them to um, release their uh, objections to them buying it. Uh, I'll be honest with you, the objections make sense um, because that's the, they're just saying like the cloud gaming, because basically everything that goes on, this, we've had this conversation, everything that goes on Games Pass at the moment seems to wind up shite. So if you put more stuff on there, it's going to be more shite. Halo, Redfall, um, I, there's, there's no Gears of War. We should have a Gears of War game by now. Nothing like that. There's no incentive. Um, the, I'm like, I have no idea what they're going to do because when these companies, because it's day and day one release, have to go out into the market and compete with everyone else, causes them to actually try and make a decent game. But if they're backed up by Games Pass and they've always got a chunk of cash back in the mark, yeah, I know that Phil Spencer's turned around and said no, um, no Activision, no Xbox, pretty much. Um, but they're not fucking. They're not worth that money. They really are not worth that amount of money. 
I could buy you an aircraft, Karen. We could make more money out of that for 55 billion with support for the next 10 years. You know, it's we can go and invade some small countries, rob them of their natural resources. We'd make more money. Simple. Um, but they're, they're, they're dead certain on paying this ridiculous sum of money for them. Um, so what do you think? Of, what do you think? Do you think it's going to go through or do you think the CMO is just going to hold out and hold out and hold out or do you think they'll capitulate? I don't think they'll end up going through. If the UK say no, they don't have a unanimous decision, so they can't go forward, can they? No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strange that all three, the US, the UK and the European, are all, all saying, yeah, it's uh, anti-competitive. Well, and China, it's, it's China, EU and thing is saying it's fine, uh, but it's the UK that's saying it's anti-competitive. So the USA makes sense because they just want money inside the USA, so it's their in interests. China's probably been paid off, um, and probably the European Union's probably been paid off. And the problem with the CMA is they haven't been paid off. And they're expecting that brown paper envelope to come soon. I'm not. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't sue me. Sue Nigel. He told me to say it. <laughs> Maybe that is the case. It might be that we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It could be the Who case. Knows? Yeah, it's not more brown paper envelopes, a bit like you're paying 55 billion. I need at least one percent to say yes. Yeah, it's I, I, I think it's, I think, as I said, I think it's a bad purchase. I don't think they're worth the money for the Bethesda deal that they got was much better considering the money they paid for it and all the IPs oh, yeah. at the back end of that. The downside is that the studios of Bethesda are crap and the Activision studios, you've got four decent studios and all they do is make Call of Duty. It's not. So the diversification of gaming isn't there. And that bit kind of, as I said, that's why I don't think they're worth the money. Hold out because fucking collapse their stock a little bit. And, and I'm, I'm serious. You'll find what will happen is, is say this, they, they do the CMA say, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It'll go through. And then within about three, four months, you'll get all the Activision HR horror stories. They'll all come to light. The Microsoft person who will go in there and go through the HR part will be just like, how the did this happen? Who the hell let this happen? Yeah, and it'll just, they'll go through the whole thing. Um, but if, if as I said, the other thing that Microsoft could do is they could be clever and they could sell off the mobile bit. So King, Candy Crush and all that stuff, they could sell all that bits, all those bits off to someone else. So they don't look like they've got such a big monopoly. Um, a lot of blizzard stuff i'll be honest with you because every time i hear anything blizzard it's just cack ever since they did the, the, the like diablo um mobile game launch remember that you guys not have phones that one uh diablo um immortal yeah it's like you don't have phones i played that i played that yeah. on my mobile and i also downloaded it onto my laptop as well to have a go to see how it would work uh, it was a pretty shit game, to be honest. I got bored of it pretty quick. Someone worked out you'd have to spend half a million dollars to max out. It was just like that. No, no. The drops were really difficult. Yeah, they weren't improving my. Yeah, it was rubbish. I, I really didn't enjoy it. It wasn't anything like the uh, the other Diablo, uh, any other Diablo games that have come up before. Gameplay wise, similar, but it really wasn't wasn't fun i've never been a fan of um, mobile gaming full stop to be honest i liked uh, fallout vault and that was it 
No, yeah. I, 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 Fallout I, I, Shelter. Oh, yeah, sorry, shel Shelter. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Fallout Shelter. Uh, no, you see, yeah, I tried it on my mobile, but I preferred playing it on my laptop as mm, I, I would I play that. as I would play D3 mm. on there. The only mobile game I like is Pokemon Go. That's the okay. only one because it feels a proper mobile game too because you have to walk to places where the others are always like, wait for this. Uh, but you don't have to wait for this if you pay £1.79 or mm. this yeah. comes across. But you, you, you need these extra points. Yeah, suppose, just watch an advert. I, yeah. I, yeah, I suppose with Pokemon Go, you can integrate it with like a little, almost like a little fitness program, can't you? Uh, yeah, which, is, which I never thought about doing, to be honest. Catch, you know what the catch, good thing catching is? the Pokemon, walking to work or something, you know. Or um, for the best place to play Pokemon is in theme parks because all the rides and all the attractions have a little stop or a little spinny thing. And because of that, and they've all got like magical names, so the algorithm likes putting in the more magical-y kind of rare ones in there. So if you, like, I've done it around Disney and Alton Towers and you just catch loads of stuff. And you do do lots of walking at the same time too. So you can hatch eggs and this, that, and the other. And this is when Nigel complains that when he went to Disney, they were blocking Pokemon Go. No, no, no. I was playing it when we were at Disney World, Florida. Yeah. I was, I was walking around. I had, you I was using mobile data. My, uh, I was using the mobile data, but um, it was a home away from home data plan sort of thing. So I was using my mm. own. But it, yeah, it's it's quite good fun. It kept me entertained whilst we were walking around the park and waiting in queues and stuff. And yeah. uh, so, obviously, when we're at Disneyland later in the year, I'll get the Pokemon Go back on my pit and back on my uh, phone. Yes, we'll do. I'll do another one of those. And we'll play. There's more more on Ghosts to, to to Disneyland with friend. Okay. We can both complain that there are no Thundercats on Thunder Mountain. Thundercats on Thunder. <laughs> and on that note, let's move on to our next story. So, Steam has added a new feature which allows players to play a timed demo of certain titles. Yay! Certain title. <laughs> uh, the new system allows players to click a play now button by the button uh, by the button the game on the button on the store page and get access to a timed devil demo of their uh, play. Uh, <laughs> water. And I'll go again. Just give me a second, guys. Sorry for podcast listeners. I've got to it, it's a button. <laughs> it's a button, Gareth. Press the button. Button, but my lips would do it again. Anyway, let's go again. So, <laughs> Steam, <laughs> so Steam soft launches free games demos. Um, and they're available for, I think, one game at the moment. Uh, Steam has added a new feature which allows players to play a timed demo of certain titles. Or Dead Space Remake. Um, this new system allows players to click the Play Now button via the game's store page to access a time demo, <laughs> um, which they can play in their Steam client. Uh, the feature is currently only available for the Dead Space Remake. Um, <sighs> I've got the Dead Space Remake. I need to play it, but I need to finish yeah. off um, oh, uh, Forbidden West at the moment. It's I played the initial bit of it. Really good. Um, I miss game demos. I remember buying demo discs on magazines yep. and mm. used to get demo And there were a few demos, apparently, which were the full games. Did you hear about this? 
but they released the, de- the full game demo on a demo yeah. disc and all you had to do is do a few like tweaks and you could play the entire game there, there was always um, there was always full games on on, on cover discs as well of, of yeah magazine. there was yeah yeah amiga format used yeah. to do that a lot as well that's right yeah. oh no i'm not talking about a full full game i'm talking about a game that shouldn't have been full it should have only been a demo and turns oh. out to be the full game but if you get in behind the files you can do a little something. tweaking and all of a sudden hmm. bosh there you go you've got to you've got access to to the lot yeah um so yes i, I like um, the idea of this I, I really do i mean it's a it's it's nothing new it's it's an old idea they're bringing back and it shows confidence in your games the only thing that's made me smile about this is the fact that they're announcing that th- this demo platform there's one demo and it's a game that's been out for what a couple of months now mm. so it'll be interesting to see if we get um triple a title demos before they're released that's mm. what i want to see and i'm yeah i i can't see it not with the current no i think triple a games I, well, are they already Steam already allow you to get a refund on a game if you haven't played more than two hours. I that's think that's true. any game. That's so true. If they're allowing you to have a demo of a game for an hour and a half, if you go over that hour and a half, then you buy the full game. Hmm. So, I, I imagine it would. I imagine it would block and then just go to the store page and go buy it. You clearly like it. You like buy it this right game. now. Hmm. And if you've got a Steam Deck. It gives you the opportunity to see if it plays well on the Steam Deck before you purchase it. Ah, that's that's a very good point, Nigel. Ah, I it like is, that. It is a very good point, but there's a there's a caveat to that because um, when you buy, if you look at the Steam library, mm-hmm. I think there's a little icon. There is that that tells you that this will basically this is um steam deck friendly yeah there is i was looking the other day there is, yeah. there is exactly that knit on the right hand side they'll have a little triangle yeah and it will tell you if it's good it's been tested it's fully but there's also a bit within there where it can check your current games within your own steam library and tell you how compatible they are mm. that's right buy. that's right so, yeah this is this is how I think it's going to work. I don't think you're going to get demos before the games come out. I think the game's going to come out and it's just going to give you a 90-minute timed thing. Yeah. Um, but saying that, you've got the the X uh, Games Pass Cloud Play, which I use for demoing games. So if I want to play a game on my Xbox, I'm not too sure about it, especially something from Games Pass. I use the cloud demo thing. I play that for a bit. If I like it, I download it. If I don't like it, I haven't done anything about them stream a bit of a bit of data uh, to see if I like it or not. There was one I played where you just literally bouncing a ball across a planet's surface. I played it for like an hour, and then when I finished with it, I was like, oh, should I download it? It's like, I'm never coming back to that game. It's a good game. I'm never coming back to that game. It, it, it held my interest for a couple of hours. But I think that's how it's going to work. I don't think any get like proper demo demos that we used to. No. You, do you I, think this is just a task? Do, do you think this is just a tactic to try and um, stop people from literally just buying games and then asking for a refund? 
Yeah, you have to remember because every time they do that, it costs them money. Yeah, so they have to pay a transaction fee. They have to pay transaction fee for the pay, and then transaction fee for the refund. And the transaction pay for the refund is more than it is. I think like it's like a couple of cents for it to go through, but I think it's like fifty cents for it to come back. So for every game refunded, that costs them fifty cents. That's when um, what was the game? Cyberpunk. When Cyberpunk came out, and the Cyberpunk people went, "Oh, uh, just get a refund." Yeah. PlayStation killed it from the store because it was costing them cost them about a million dollars because of that. Yeah, and that was just in chargebacks. So I think that yeah, you're right. I think that's I think this it's a yeah. good way of getting around that. It's just cost cutting. minutes in. It's cost yeah, well, it saves money and, and it gives people something to do at the same time too. So it's not I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good customer service. I think they thought about the customers, they thought about themselves, they combined the two, they come up with a solution, which I like. I think the word I would, synergy. I would prefer just to have a separate demo that you can download and you can play and you can keep and that the demo is slightly different to the full game. That's what I would like because there's a lot of there's a lot of demos out there, like, like shareware games, we'll say, which mm-hmm. was the other thing, like Doom, Quake. Um, there was a separate Half-Life demo. That would be nice, but mm-hmm. I can't see it happening. It, it's because they always used to so when this is how they used to do games if i remember correctly because you'd be like you'd have your little game studio you'd build a demo which would be like a cross section through the game so you'd have your beginning your middle and your end and it would show off the, most of the game mechanics within inside that demo you show it off to the publisher oh what's that noise um show it off to the publisher the publisher would go yeah this has got potential we'll invest some money on it we'll come back we'll invest another lot of money later on um, and then you wind up taking that demo to like your E3s and your week yeah. conventions and stuff and let people play. That's what they used to do with demos, but they don't tend to do that anymore. And having the 90 minutes gameplay, I think is yeah. is a cheap way of getting around that for, for yeah. that. And at the same time, sorts out chargebacks. They can collect data too. So they can sit there and say, they paid the full 90 minutes. They only paid five minutes. They downloaded it, turned it on, saw the titles, but now fuck that for a game soldiers. Got rid of it. So I think that, that there's other aspects to it too where they can collect more data than they would be able to normally. Because the other thing too is now with the game demos, they come to come on like cloud PCs. So instead of you, we sending me sending you the demo for the game, we, I send you a link, you log into a remote PC, you play the game, we'd monitor what you do while you're playing the game so we can collect data to see how people are responding to it. And then you do it. So that's... One of Google's stadiest thing that they were going to sell on was that for games developers. Because at the moment, there was Gaikai, which is the Sony-owned one, and then the, the Xbox One too. So uh, there's, there's possibilities there. But as I said, I think it's going to be, one, see if it works on the Steam Deck, which is just spot on. Spot yeah. mm-hmm. The other part too is the chargebacks, because they don't want to sit there and get the, they keep getting the money, having to That's pay right. for a refund. Yeah. Because it's not fun. We've made no money. It's cost us 50, 50 pence per unit that's gone through. 100 games gone through. That's you know, five five quid. Yeah, five, 50. Oh, wait, fuck, my, my math has gone out the window. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Uh, but we'll keep an eye on that because uh, hopefully new stuff will come around. Yep. Let's move on to our next one. Renfield star Nicholas Cage is the next addition to the Dead White Daylight. Uh, developer Behavioral Interactive has teased Renfield star Nicholas Cage will be joining Dead White Daylight. Now, 
I haven't seen Renfield in the cinema, but he looks more like the guy from Willy's Wonderland, or whatever it is. Oh, that was brilliant as well. <laughs> that was a rock laugh. And that guy was quite hard too. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've got a CG render of his face that's showing up on the screen at the moment. And um, players will learn more on the 5th of July. So, yeah, it's... Because he doesn't look like very Dracula-like in, in that picture. And I've seen the Renfield trailers and stuff, but I haven't seen the film, and he doesn't look... Yeah, oh, I suppose he's, he's the antagonist. He's He's absolutely amazing in Renfield. He really is. He's he he makes that film. He really does. He's awesome in it. It's yeah. It's, I missed that, and I missed the opportunity to see that too. It should be Mortal Kombat. There you go. It should be Dracula. Versus John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's it. You're actually now you you saying earlier about putting Steven Seagal in Mortal Kombat. Mm. We could finally get that Steven Seagal, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme showdown that we've always wanted. I know that Jean-Claude Van Damme would kick his ass because he's much, he's much more, he was always much more physically fit uh, than him. It, it was Stallone, wasn't it? Stallone wanted to get him for uh, the Expendables. He's the yeah. only one who hasn't been in in the Expendables movies out of all the old And Donnie stars. Yen is the other one that they were after too. Um, yes. Donnie Yen's not 80s action star, though, is he? I don't know. I think not Western. Not Western. It's been around maybe. quite a while. It's Donnie been a while, right, around a while. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not Western, but maybe, you know, kind of like the kind of Hong Kong action flick hard-boiled yeah. era. But it was it was Jet Li, though, wasn't it? He was the... Yeah. He was the main And the other there. fella from hard-boiled, what was his name? Hard-boiled. Oh, hard-boiled. Yeah, how bold the fella. Can't remember his name. But, yeah, Renfield might be interesting. Yeah, Again, good film. Need to watch it. I need to play... I haven't played Dead... I played Dead by Dead, like, briefly. I just remember fixing generators. It's like a game where you hide in cupboards and fix generators. It's Dead by so, Dead, like, when, when you just have a particular baddie after you, like... Um, Freddy yeah, it's a multiplayer or, game. One of you gets yeah. to play the baddie, and then the others get chased around by him. So they've got, like, they've okay. had... Yeah. I think they've had the Cenobites, they've had Pyramid Head. Um, it's been out a few Jason. years, hasn't it? Yes, it's been out for, uh, yeah, mm. definitely pre-pandemic um, storyline, right? That's um, release-wise. So yes, it's one of those one of those things. Anyway, let's move on to um, what I'm going to call a slightly more controversial topic. So, I don't know if you've seen the video for this. Um, Dove's new virtual reality beauty ad campaign calls on gamers to challenge their narrow definitions of beauty still visible in the virtual world. It's not going to happen. I don't, these people are fucking declaring war on reality itself. Yes. <laughs> They are. They've declared war on reality themselves. They do not get how this stuff works. Yeah, I, I think it. I think I brought a story up. I don't know if I brought it up with you or brought it up with Keith, where Lego did a study where they found that when boys play with toys, they become the toy regardless of who it was. So if they're playing Batman, they become Batman. But if a girl plays with a the toy, they're Batman. They're dressed up as Batman, but they're not Batman. They're still them. 
because they lack fucking imagination and that explains the we need to see representation of ourselves you psychopath yeah you've got no empathy if you do that yeah i can see empathy yeah in simba and i'm not a cartoon lion okay and like buzz lightyear and he's a plastic toy so if you can't if you have to see yourself in something you are a psychopath i'm sorry you're empathy free um but they um they the dove launched their brand new campaign uh calling on video games to reject the narrow definitions of beauty yeah. <sighs> you mean health because because you, you expect a character who can can run and jump and climb up things like laura croft yeah now I can understand that maybe she hasn't got massive norks, okay? I can understand that, all right? That may be something because you know women get a bit sensitive about the size of their norks. Um, that should be YouTube friendly, shouldn't it, guys? Norks, okay? Norks, yeah. Norks. I don't think we've used code words. As, as, long, as long as I don't, as long as I don't ask the question, Gareth, what are norks? <laughs> Yes, there's two of them. Um, <laughs> two big sprites. The, yes. The, well, it's like that Seraphim game that you... Yeah, that's, what I'm, of the other that's day. what I'm referring to, yeah. Um, the app was developed in collaboration between Dove and Epic Games, the Unreal uh, Education Team, and Women in Games Activism Organisation. If you ever meet an activist in real life, tell them fuck off. We don't want you. That's not YouTube-friendly. I'm tired of people tr trying to jump on bandwagons to to um, make it. It's just, just do you want to you, see it? Have you seen this? Have no, you seen no. it? Because I've, I've watched it. You just got to let them do it and then just watch them destroy themselves because they're all doing let, it. Let's bud light yourself on this one. Hang on a second. Let's see if I can. Yeah, that was a pretty shit level. Yeah, yeah. it was quick, wasn't it? <sighs> right, sorry, because I know that people were listening in on this. So what's happened so far, yeah, is you've got like a fairly fit warrior princess fighting some kind of blue dragon thing, yeah, she's... They've kind of cut the screen away because it's like a virtual reality kind of set. And then she's coming, she's taking her armor off, and she's a fat ass. <laughs> All right. She is, she is like, she would have trouble going up a flight of stairs and catching her breath. Um, but that's healthy, and that's something we should aspire to. But, um, but what not I, that what... we want fantasy in our fantasy games. Sorry. But what I don't get is what they're trying to say with this video. Why? I don't know. Why didn't they just have her as she's looking now with the armor on fighting the dragon? Why didn't they that's just do the, that from the start? That's just that's just just keep watching for a moment. Okay. It... So again, I have to remember that we've got podcast listeners, and I think Babster arrived when we did the video watch through of um, 
uh, Chrono Odyssey. Um, so the character is taking her armor off. She's looking around. She's rather large. Um, and again, I think these people don't yeah. understand how video games work. Still, still very pretty for a yeah, yeah. VGI character. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't look that overweight, actually. She looks like a healthy huh? weight. No, she's, still, she's not really? overweight. No, she is overweight. No, Trust me, someone who fights... Hang on a second. Someone who fights to get themselves down to a reasonable weight knows what overweight looks like. Yes, but she That's had the magic... Sad. Yes, but she had the magic armour on. Yeah. But... I don't know. Now... Sorry, yeah, okay, so now she's uh, going back to her job look, without her armour. Nice. can you... Look... Can you? T- she's got like a, the drip. She's got the drip over her waistband. <laughs> the drip. The drip. Just the a bit. Fleshy yeah. Stomachy. Not a bit, Nige. That's a. That's. It's beyond muffin top, mate. That's beyond muffin top. Trust me. Trust me. I'm a fat. I was a fat. I was a fat ass. Now I'm. I'm not so fat ass. Yeah. That's drip. Huh? And I'm not really talking about. No, I'm talking about fleshy. There's another expression. <laughs> Because I'm not represented in games. You're not represented in games. I don't need to feel represented. I want to be someone else. I want to be. I want to be Nathan Drake, who has kung fu grip. Yeah, who can climb up the side of a mountain and reload with a single hand. Yeah. Yeah, because that's one thing in Drake. Yeah, he reloads one-handedly, and it's like, how? This how is have magic. you done that? This How have you held onto that cliff? <laughs> this is what like they've that. forgotten in games and in movies, isn't it? The fact that we we watch a hero character because we want to be that character. We yes, we, we don't we need want... to be. We don't need huh? to be represented. Yeah, I don't want to be represented. We... I don't want to watch we myself do... going to work. <laughs> you, you know, you fucking Excel spreadsheet simulator two thousand. <laughs> Oh, kill me now. Kill me now. Personally, the, the closest person who could probably represent me is Kevin Hart because he's so short. <laughs> but he's black, Nigel. He's not ginger. But he's the closest. Actually, that makes sense. Actually, if we were to replace you with someone, it would be Kevin Hart. He's the ginger. So naturally. Next, <laughs> next step is we need to tweet. We need actually, to tweet him and get him on. Actually, Nigel, I think you're being represented in the uh, the new Star Wars game. So come on. Yeah, yeah, your digital no. representation in Star Wars game. That's the first but time I've seen. But he's taller and he's got hair. I have a better beard. To be this, is, this is yeah, but, awful, it, crappy narcissism. I hate it. I've, I've never once. Beard, I've actually never once sat there and gone, oh, I wish I was represented in a game. Because I can't remember any game anywhere having a short short ginger play whether or not whether or not it's uh, Gimli. you know two towers <laughs> no he's short he's a dwarf he's ginger he's, go. he's got a beard i'm Gimli. not a dwarf That's the only time so he's been represented. he doesn't represent me because he's not a human he's technically a dwarf yeah yeah okay so he doesn't represent me so the reason what sparked that is that the, the words up on the, on the page says seventy four percent of women think that the games don't represent them. They don't feel represented in games. 
I've never been represented in games and I've never once, and I've played it since I was a kid and I've yeah. never once sat there and gone, oh, I'm not represented in a game. I'm well, pissed plus, off. I'm not playing this. Plus, have you ever heard anybody say that? I've, I've never heard, you know, somebody use... I've never heard, yeah. I've never... Where the fuck, where the fuck is this coming from? Pardon my yeah. language. I have yeah. never anyone in reality... We, we, surve- <laughs> we surveyed five people in our canteen today. <laughs> but it's like, if if you wanted to do this, yeah... What you could, if you wanted to do this to represent the gamer, yeah, is to have the fat girl playing the computer game as the slim person, because that's what everyone does. Yeah, that's what you do. You pick an idealized version of yourself. It's like when I play Mass Effect. Yeah, I play Mass Effect. I do two run throughs. Yeah, I play as the man and I play as the woman. The reason why is I don't know if the woman's got different dialogue. I want to see that. I didn't give a shit that she was a woman. I want to know if there's like hidden bits in there, or, or, mm. or did people react differently because I was a woman in that? That was the interesting bit. No, I didn't look like me. The guy who does the the, the face for um, Shepherd, he's a male model with a full head of hair. I I I, I just I just yeah. don't. And and when you create and when you create a character, let's say you're playing, I don't know, Skyrim or. Uh, cyberpunk or, or any game that you create a character you always you always make your character better than how you feel it's like exactly. yeah massive muscular legs version, yeah that's it yeah. so 15 so, pack <laughs> so that's like i played i think i played fallout as a short aging in it fallout 3 i played it as a short asian guy because I never get to play a short Asian guy in anything, so I figured, fuck it, I'll play that. Yeah. Or a woman with massive norks. Because I haven't got massive norks, and I don't need to feel... <laughs> but it's just... I don't... I do not get this shit. They, I, they do not understand what the appeal of, of gaming is and TV is, yeah? They have no empathy. These people are psychopaths. I've reached a conclusion that they are actually psychopaths the people pushing this message because they can't empathize with anyone yeah if i can't see myself i'm not there it's like no you 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 become that person they embody you the reason that the games are are popular with silent protagonists like uh, morgan freeman gordon freeman (laughs) morgan freeman Freeman in half-life same difference i would i would watch that confirmed confirmed that's it's been confirmed Half-Life Morgan 3, Freeman starring playing. Morgan Freeman. Freeman. I would the problem that. is, he's got a distinct voice and he's a silent protagonist. Yeah, he is. Oh, so, I really wish I could do a Morgan Freeman impression at this moment. but God. Sorry. I can't either. But I'm... I'm <laughs> but it's just... Morgan I'm just flabbergasted Freeman. by this whole thing. It really just, just grinds my fucking gears. Because it's, I don't want to be represented. Yeah, I don't want to play it. As an office worker, yeah, doing I don't want to be sitting there doing <laughs> spreadsheets. Unless you're playing the Stanley Parable. You don't even do that in the Stanley Parable. No, you don't. That is yeah. Cool. That's, that's cool. the close. Actually, no, that's probably the closest. That and Job Simulator, <laughs> the two closest jobs that, that represent me. I don't want to be represented. I don't want. I don't want a. Uh, uh, a slightly overweight asthmatic footballer in my FIFA games. Yeah. 
That would be funny. It's Gareth. He's got the ball. Oh, he stopped because he's run out of breath. <laughs> it's just you that. That's that's your superpower. You've run out of breath. <laughs> People are trying to take the ball yeah. off him, but they're bouncing off. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You have to level up. You have to level up to get an asthma attack. Oh, no, you have to level up to get the inhaler. Yeah. You got wait. You have to keep opening the packs up to get the blue inhaler, but you got the brown inhaler, which is supposed or to take you for can, every match. Or you could uh, um, buy the inhaler for a, a princely sum of nine ninety nine. Yeah. Um, or wait, or wait a day, and then you get the, the inhaler. Anyway, I hate this stuff. You yes. don't need to be fucking represented in games. I don't need to be represented in games. Baxter isn't represented in games. I do not want to play me. I want to play someone cooler than me, yeah? You don't play Jedi Survivor to play Office Worker fights the fucking... Actually, saying that would be quite interesting. Fights the Empire. That would be interesting, yeah? It'd be a different type. Game, it wouldn't last very long. It would be like one level and you get shot by a stormtrooper. Ricky, Ricky Gervais um, from The Office as a Jedi Survivor. <laughs> someone, will, someone will do that. They'll do that. Anyway, I've, I've ranted enough. Let's move on to our... Uh, I need to move on to our next story before I, uh, I, I, I go. And then some. Um, and ironically, it was uh, something about Jedi Survivor. So, uh, yeah. I've got the bloody driest mouth you could imagine. It's getting on my tits. Um, Star Wars. Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars Jedi Survivor fails to surpass the prequel's physical launch sales while players still report major bugs or performance issues. Um, Star Wars Survivor is the second best-selling game of 2023, beaten by Zelda, unfortunately, uh, behind, uh, but uh, falls behind Jedi Star, uh, Star oh, Fallen Order. Keep oh, cocking this up. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna have great fun editing this. I really am. It's just gonna be these bits here. Boom. Podcast listeners, you hope you're having a whale of a time here. Yeah, but they're good outtakes, right. aren't they? They're good outtakes. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, where was I? Start again. Um, start again. Jedi is Jedi. Star Wars. <laughs> fucking Jedi Survivor. I'm a survivor. <laughs> you get to play as Nigel. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually represented in this one. Nigel, the Nigel representation simulator. Sorry. My kids are playing this game and they don't know that I'm the one being represented and they're not. Yeah, yeah. That makes me proud. Because naturally they want to play as like 12-year-olds and 14-year-old children because that's, you know, the thing to do. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor fails to surpass the prequel's physical launch sales while players still report major performance issues um jedi no star wars jedi survivor not jedi star wars survivor (laughs) is the second best selling game of 2023 thus far but it falls behind star wars jedi fallen order in physical sales that got it right Round of applause, please. Come on. Um, <laughs> players are still reporting major performance issues weeks after the latest patch was released. Its opening week sales were nonetheless 35% lower than what Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order managed to achieve in 2019. Star Wars Tweeve. 
retrieve. Yes, retrieve. I'm just going to leave it in. It's going to be easier. However, the digital sales of Star Wars Jedi Survivor actually beats Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order launch sales by over 30%. So it looks like lots of people went, I can't be bothered to go to the store. I'll just buy the digital version of it. Um, This, uh, Phil, they're trying to make a story out of nothing. They're they're not. We are. Not them. They have. They wrote the article. (laughs) They wrote an article. I know what I picked up on it, Nigel. Physical sales are down. This game shit. Oh, by the way, actually, they've overall sold more because everyone's downloading it now. Did oh you, my did god! Did you get physical? Hang on a second. Did you get a physical copy? I bought a physical one. Okay. I wanted the physical version. So I think it, this is more Jedi Star Wars Survivor. Jedi Star Wars Survivor. Did I say? I've done it again. Star Wars Jedi. The Survivor, Soul Survivor thingy. <laughs> Soul on the survive. island where they get kicked off, yeah. Soul Survivor. <laughs> I've just lost it, guys. I'm Soul sorry. Survivor, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's getting clipped. That's going on the. That's. I'm going to clip that and keep that side for when we do our little kind of what our channel is. Um, it's what people aren't buying the physical copies. That's what it is. It's shifted away from the There's no bloody copies. shops to buy them. That's why. Right. Exactly. They, they're, not, games. they're not taking into consideration that you've got the Xbox Series S download only. You've got the PlayStation 5 digital edition download only. That's going to account for, I don't know how many uh, in the proportion of the sales for those respective consoles. However, that would make a massive deal over the way things are bought nowadays. So it makes sense that a lot more will be downloaded. Even people who have a disc disc, uh, type of console would still want to have the day one download available to them because maybe, like I had to wait until the very evening for my delivery to turn up, so I couldn't play it that day. People want the convenience of being able to just go preload and it preloads it and then you can play it on release straight away. And that is why people are doing the digital download because companies are not send, sending them out for you to receive the games early morning anymore. I remember a time. Do you remember? Do you remember that you used to get them a day early? You got them a day early. Did you get them a day early. Accidentally, doesn't happen now. So people are doing that. Buying them online, pre-ordering it online, and it just downloads it on the stroke of midnight, so it's ready for you to play. And that's what people are doing, and that's why they sell more digital. I did that with the Callisto Protocol last year. And when that came out, I played literally, I stayed up. And when midnight ticked over, I just started playing. Actually, no, I had to wait till one o'clock in the morning for reasons. Um, I still stayed up, played it for 15 minutes. Yeah, on top of all that, though, there are no game shops anymore. They're they're shutting game down in certain areas. Um, there's no independent game shops anymore. They've all gone. We don't have a game shop in my town anymore. Mm. It's moved from the high street and moved within a sports direct. Yeah, and your supermarkets, separate... your supermarkets are moving all the games areas. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. even not the only one doing tiny. It. Yeah, but they're tiny. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, so you got limited. You got limited releases there. So Asda and Asda and Asda does it, but Sainsbury's and Tesco's don't. Mm. Which is, I, I just, I, I, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's annoying. Yeah. You've got Smith's Toys. Smith's Toys is the only one that I know now that has a decent game section. Smith's Toys, that's it. Unless that's you own some... some kind of boutique retro game store, you, you, no one yeah, has. But, the, but the, the, there aren't any. I mean, last time I went into game, they seem to be more interested in selling mobile phones board games and lego mm. and there's no pc games in there anymore all the pc stuff's gone no blame steam up for that yeah so uh but they make they make more money by people clicking the button for digital anyway don't they there's no manufacturing costs in that no no manufacturer right, no because mm, what they don't tell you is to hold that data on a server costs x amount of pounds per day across the globe so it does cost them because uh, there was a there was a, a read a lovely study on how environmentally friendly are cloud services. Yes, but when you buy but when you buy a physical copy anyway, apart from when you buy a Nintendo Switch game, it, literally you put the disc in and all that is just an installer to to say, oh, you've got the game now, download it. It yeah. never installs off the disc anymore. So it, somebody's well, manufactured the disc. The saying box, that, my last one. Did install off the disc and then repatch the entire game over itself after. Did so that it still goes, You can play it, but here's a seventy gigabyte patch. Jedi, Jedi Survivor. You put the disc in, and it copies the game onto the thing. And while it's copying the game, oh. it was downloading a hundred and forty-eight gigabyte patch. No. It was downloading the entire game. That was not a patch. Yeah, it would have what been. What was interesting. the point in copying it? Yeah. What is the point in copying it if you're just going to re-download the entire game? Yeah. There is no point. It would have been interesting if you had in- installed your game, disconnected your internet from your PS5, and see what happened. See if you could actually play it. Do you know what? I think I might do that. Mm. I'll get Ghost. I'll be meaning to get Ghost to Tsushima, the PS5 version. I think I'll it's do good. it to Tsushima. Yeah, I know. Good. Everyone keeps telling me it's good. That's why I wanted to get it because it's like everyone's like, kind of, it's a good one, Gareth. You should get that. I played that to death, and I um, there was a deal on for that to be upgraded to the PS5 version. And when you upgrade it to the PS5 version, you get the uh, special edition type of it, and you get the extra extra island and stuff to go around, which was adds an, an extra element to it. So it's worthwhile, and it, it is. Hours upon hours, 40, 50 hours, maybe 60 hours worth of game. It, you really do get your money's worth. It's a really good game. I recommend. Okay. On that rather chipper note, move on to our next story. Atari closed the acquisition of Night Dive Studios. We reported this a couple of months back, didn't we? Uh, Atari has announced the closing of the acquisition of Night Dive Studios, Inc. Um, they were doing the... What, what were they remaking? System Shock? System Shock. System Shock remake? Yep. Looked at? Yeah. Mm. Uh, with the acquisition, Atari uh, enriches its library of uh, own IPs 
being able to leverage night, di night dives, proprietary technology, and utilize night dives publishing capability in order to support Atari's retro-focused growth strategy. Uh, the purchase price of Nighttime Studio consists of the initial consideration of 9.5 million paid in cash. I just love the idea that someone in Atari pulled up with a briefcase and went, 9.5 million cash. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Um, you did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll definitely count it. It's like um, the, the purchase price of night uh, consists of the 9.5 million in cash and 4.5 in newly issued Atari shares for five million dollars plus an out of uh, sorry and an up to ten million dollars from probably dividends and shares and whatnot um so financial nonsense i don't want to talk about work um so yeah we looked at what was it? we looked at the, the 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 system shock thing they did which looked tidy but still 90s last i think it's a couple of weeks back yeah well, what um, I hadn't realised was I, because I'd backed it, um, I had access to um, a beta demo, which is what I used okay. to uh, record some of the footage. Um, and it plays so well. It's awesome. Really, so I'm looking, really looking forward to it. Oh, cool. So to see, to see that Atari sign just makes me happy. It really does. See, I just, yeah, I'm not, for me, I just remember playing, the best Atari game ever was Aliens vs. Predator on Jaguar. I loved that. That was mm. brilliant, that one was. I remember I played that to completion for both the Alien and the Predator. And the, I'll be honest with you, they were bolt-ons. The proper game was playing it as the Marine, and it was difficult as all hell Yeah. to, to complete that as the Marine. Just I think remember, it's only, like, you know, Atari for me, was, was the 2600. And what what's hilarious with, with what's happened to Activision now is near enough all the best titles on the 2600, they were all Activision games. They were mm. incredible. You had games like Empire Strikes Back, Pitfall, Amador. Yeah. There, there was just some awesome Activision games. Um, and arcade games as well, games like Gauntlet. That was Atari. So, I like Gauntlet. Yeah. yeah, Gauntlet was an awesome game. Uh, Battle Zone, everybody remembers Battle Zone. Again, VR Battle Zone is really good. Yeah, VR Battle Zone is really good. Comes, if you've got VR, it all comes from Atari. All comes from Atari. Yeah, but it's Atari publishing, not Atari developing. If that makes any sense. Yeah, but the original Battle Zone was Atari. That's that's what I'm getting at. The but original... they also did the original ET and the original Atari Twenty Six Hundred Pac Man, which is ghastly horrible. Yeah. in comparison to Miss Pac-Man if you played the two of them because I remember my cousin had Pac-Man and we had Miss Pac-Man and we could have got Pac-Man off you and he goes no because it's rubbish because yeah. <laughs> keep Miss Pac-Man that's the better game yeah. and it was it was far superior but they kind of I just hear stories of them cranking these things out in like kind of three months could you imagine developing a game now in three months it's unheard of but, it, but by one person too they took more people to market it than they did to develop it. Because hmm. if you've seen the uh, the ET story, the Atari yeah, ET it, story, it was really unfair of um, of what they did with uh, with ET. What well, was uh, the fact that they published more games than there were games consoles? Hmm. Which is just just basic maths: eighty percent penetration 
on a good day. Yeah, don't smile because I'm talking about penetration. And he goes, he's, 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 he's getting his thing. I think I can see an Amstrad in the background there. A very good Amstrad, better than definitely you can see anyway. an Amiga. Mm. Yeah, okay. Oh my oh, god, you've got it. one. Yeah, rescued from the landfill. Was that actually rescued from the landfill? Well, no, but who knows? Oh, okay. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a copy. So, yeah. I complete. love the story with that, where they they said that it was all dropped into a landfill, and everyone's like, no, 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 and then they went there, and yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, voted the, voted the worst game ever, but I don't know. There's some pretty bad games out there. I wouldn't vote it the the worst game ever. Yeah, most on the ZX Spectrum. No response. <laughs> No response. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. That that doesn't need to be responded to. People know. People know <laughs> the truth, aren't they? <laughs> anyway. Nice, nice, nice try. I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll get you, he man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all the way through. This is one of yours. This is you've got my notes, so I'll uh, I'll just pop this up, and you can tell us about this while this is playing. I'll keep the audio switched off. This is Night Night. So this is Night Night, um, a game by a guy who goes by the name of Emuk. It was originally a demo on the Spectrum Next SD card when you installed it. And I think they first showcased it um, at one of the events in Blackpool, um, like a retro games event, arcades. And uh, first time they were showing off the Spectrum Next, actually. So um, Emook on his page has released this new... Um, 2023 update, I suppose. Um, so I'm guessing it's uh, it's going to be released soon. Um, there's no word whether it's going to have a, a physical release, but uh, yeah, look at, looking forward to this. As I you think can see, quite a good game. It's yeah, a little simple. Yeah, little character. You you color in the squares. Um, yeah. Dodge the bad guys, pick up the key, and, and escape, and then get to the next level. For so, podcast listeners, yeah, uh, it's it's basically oh. platform. Yeah, platform. Platform, yeah. little little squares that you walk on, and as you walk on them, they turn gold. You got enemies that are walking around, which you dodge, and you, yeah, just try and highlight all the all the squares that you need to. Then release the key, grab it, get through the door, next level, bang. It looks quite interesting, actually. Yeah, it does. It's very well made. So when's it coming out? Ah, well, at the moment, he's just got on his page 2023. So um, I'm guessing it may come out when the Kickstarter 2 is released um, back end of this summer. So we're going to have a good... Five, six thousand more spectrum nexts on the scene. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to playing that. 
Cool. All right. Um, let's go on to our next one. It's another one of yours. This is the Killer Bundle 26. Full of killers. Yes. So, um, so basically, so welcome to the Killer Bundle 26. The ultimate collection boasts in 24 games and two DLCs, packed with a diverse range of titles. This bundle takes your gaming experience to the next level with endless hours of entertainment. Check out The Ascent, um, an absolute standout title. And then we've got Rainworld, uh, Dishonored, um, Bundle includes 19 games. Dead Island's on there as well. Dead Island's on yeah. there, yeah. Um, what else have we got? Corpse Factory, Soulstorm, um, Eldest Souls, yeah. Um, Dusk. Game of Life, The Trolley Problem. <laughs> Oddworld. Trolley Problem, that sounds interesting, yeah. Oddworld, you know about yeah. Trolley. Have, you, have you heard about The Trolley Problem? It's I a, haven't, it's, no. uh, Moral dilemma, yeah. So you've got uh, it's like to test, test your ethics and, and whatnot. So you're standing on a train platform and trains coming down the tracks. Now, what you can do is uh, trains come down the tracks and there are five people tied to the tracks further up the line. Okay, and what you can do is you can push a fat man in front of the train and save the five people. Nige, mate, I think something's happening with you. Um, so you can you can push a fat man, which will save the five people um, on the uh, on on the trolley. Oh. Um, but do you put do you kill one person to save five people, and at the same time, are those five people just dumb? Yeah, and maybe deserve to get wiped out where the fat person hasn't done anything wrong. And it's one of those kind of moral dilemma things. And I think that that might be uh, that might be interesting for that one for the the, the, the trolley thing there. Yeah, so yeah. just sound interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a nice. Comp I mean, at the end of the day, what we're talking twenty quid for all those games. Yeah, uh, do you know what? It's probably worth it just for Dead Island. I will raise you the heroic Capcom collection on Humble Bundle. This is nice. Uh, ten. This is ten on this one. So you got Monster Hunter Rise, mm. Street Fighter thirtieth anniversary anniversary edition, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Lawyer trilogy. Mega Man 11, um, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arising, uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, Mega Man Legacy Collection 1, Lost Planet 3, which is, I, I really like, Strider Remake, and Bionic Commando Rearmed. Some nice um, games on there. And that's going that one's going for £24.02. That's mm. the minimum you can pay for it. And that's on Humble Bundle. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That is. And, you've, and you've got more games there than, it, than it's... Actually, telling you because, Plainly. yeah, because that's the Street Fighter 30th anniversary collection. So, I don't know how many, how many Street Fighter games we've got on there. It's quite a few, isn't there? So, you've got 12, street 12? 12 yeah. Street Fighter titles. You better like Street Fighter because you've got a lot of choice there. Mm. So, oh, yeah, Third Strike, yeah. Alpha, and then it's like you've got, you've got uh, the Mega Man collection. The Mega Man collection, you've got, um, Oh, God, Mega Man 10 and 11. Oh, crikey, there's just loads. 
So Mega Man 7, 8, 9, and 10 um, for that one, for the second one. And then imagine you go all the way up to 10. Yeah, and then you got and 11. The legacy one there. Yeah. So if you, yeah, and then you got Lost Planet 3, which is just Lost Planet 3 and 3, unfortunately. But yeah, that's a, some good deals going out there. So, is that, uh, is that and... basically Gears of War in the snow? No, it's weird. It's you play like I can only describe it as like um, a space trucker. I think the character's more like a guy. He goes out there and he's supposed to fix things and sort things out, and he gets attacked by animals and whatnot. I really like it. It was weird because it was one of those games I didn't wasn't expecting to like because the other one was more action anime, and this one was more like grounded. They yeah. were like it was like imagine Dead Space. You're playing Isaac Clarke in Dead Space without necromorphs chasing around, but you've got wild animals that want to screw with you. And you've got a giant robot that you go to work in. Yeah. But does it represent me? That's that's the main thing. I'm not a space trucker, unfortunately, so I couldn't tell you. I don't think it represents me. No. Um, might represent Nigel. Nigel, do you have a giant robot at home? Uh, yes, I've got five. Oh, nice. There we yeah. go. It's nice that you're represented. Uh, does the main character have a beard? It does not. No, 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 the character in the game does have the beard, yeah. Oh, yeah. Robot. I was going to say, my robots do not. <laughs> bearded, bearded robots. Now, that's a B bearded, movie. Bearded yeah, yeah, robots. Exactly. Bearded <laughs> robots from Mars. Yes. Very um, At the cinemas. They came from space and gave them beards. <laughs> they came from space to shave our beards. Anyway, um... Let's 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 move on to our, our, our next one. So another one for you, Babster. Yes. Fixed it Felix Jr. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh, there's a little bit of a write up here. Felix Jr., a Commodore 64 hit. Uh, from 2020 gets a special update, so it's not even a genuine thing. It's just like it's come, it's come through there. Um, I can still remember how good Wreck It Ralph was, a, a cartoon which followed the uh, journey of a villain from an old 1980s arcade game that, uh, at the time, um, in reality, never really existed. Well, not until the real online version, a mobile-based version, a homebrew Sega Genesis emulated version, a Commodore Amiga. Oh my god, C64 version, they're really hammering down all the bits there. Uh, came out anyway, so it looks so. If I understand this right, Webster, fix it, uh, fix it, Felix didn't exist. Uh. Um, it was just made up for, for the Wreck It Ralph movie, and then someone's gone, I'll make that, and then they made it on all these consoles and bits. Yeah, I understood that. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Um, if you want to click on the uh, there we go. Click on the trailer. Sorry, turn the thing up, the, 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 the um, sound so we can talk. So, yes, yeah, so let's, let's forward it into the actual game part there. So, yeah, it's it's uh, 1982. Oh, I bet that's a birth year. Um, so, tell me about it. Well, it's a Commodore 64 game. <laughs> Fix it, Felix. <laughs> I haven't played it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So, oh, it, it certainly it looks, looks, yeah. That's very 64. It's, um, what do you call it? It reminds me of, um, it's like the opposite of Rampage. 
Yeah. Because Rampage, you have to smash uh, the, yes. the building until it collapses, but you have to yeah. fix the building. Yeah. And it doesn't collapse. There's all, there's also an element of uh, Donkey Kong in it as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, you've got was, barrels yeah. coming down. Um, the character you could say is Kong. Yeah, he looks like Jumpman when he gets Jumpman gets. Well, it's not as Mario, but Jumpman gets a hammer so you can smash the uh, the barrels as are coming down the um, the thing. Yeah. What strikes me with this game is, especially on the Commodore sixty four, <clears throat> it's known for the color palette to be quite muddy and not not very bright, mm. um, which is where the spectrum tended to. Um, have have a, a brighter color palette, but this this is uh, nice and bright, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, the Amstrad never had any any graphics, so. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on a second, hang on a second. <laughs> We're talking about the popular ZX Spectrum with the rubber keys. Yeah, that didn't have a palette. That was like four colors. No, we don't. One more of them was that. black. Six. It had sixteen colors. <laughs> a whole sixteen colors. A whole sixteen colors. But um, yeah, it, it looks cool. It looks cool. I think got the drinking game in it. That's the next one. I need to see if they got the drinking thing where he goes to the bar. Nope. What's that bit? Uh, it's a bit of so fixes it. No. Just seeing if they got. Just scrubbing through it. See if I can find it. No, there's no drinking game. No, that's a bit. That's a bit where he uh, he fixes the whole place and he chucks him off the roof. Yeah. No. What, I was... What's so cool about this is you look at this and it just looks like an old arcade game it doesn't look like it's a conversion of an arcade game mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's um, super well polished yeah it looks quite responsive in comparison because when you yeah. tend to get the the conversions they don't tend to be as uh, responsive as this I, I, it's, it was the equivalent of frame rate in first person shooters yeah um so yeah because it was always that that kind of it's even though it's not this is like four frames a bloody second in comparison to what we have today um yeah it's uh but again it's, it's interesting it, it's so cool that uh these old eight-bit machines are getting getting uh getting the the, the game treatment yes it's um we'll have to keep an eye out for, for more of these things i have to sort out to see if i can get uh, an emulator for some of these bits because I've got the I've got the I've got the old games consoles and bits, and I've got some homebrew stuff. So I've got like the Atari Twenty Six Hundred version of Halo. Have you ever seen that? I've I saw homebrew the yeah uh, the yeah the, I saw the the mock up version of a cartridge that somebody had done. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, time for our next one. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, um, oh my word it's jumped from the story there we go so uh, Borsk beta welcome to doom like experience on your ZX Spectrum 128k is in black and white no, Babster Babster is in black and white mate I thought you said it colours where the colours well you're masking a lot from the old uh, Spectrum here you know first person and uh, I'm sure would have done this it would have been fine <laughs> The Amstrad one would have set on fire if it tried to do this. <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> the uh, the one that we covered a few weeks back that was literally the 
a, a demo version of the engine. So now they've actually made a Doom-like game, again, using Doom assets. Um, but no, it's a... Uh, it, it does look like now. it's running on a Texas calculator, I'll be honest with you. Well, yeah. you, you look, it's like I've said before, you're looking at 3.5 megahertz. So, yeah. no, what do you expect? <laughs> at least if you load this up on a, a Spectrum Next, you can uh, you can up the um, processor speed so you'd get a better frame rate, obviously. Yeah. But uh, to see these running on a stock one today. I, I love it where it's like 60 frames a second should be standard now on. All games should be 60 frames a second like that. And it's like, dude, have you, have you played any of the older systems? It's like eight frames a second was good. Well, it was, it was, never, had, it was never a thing, you was it? Dark Side. Dark it's like Side. a 3D game. Yeah, it was called Dark Side. And you were on like another planet. And it was like all polygonal kind of shapes and stuff. Oh, I, yes, in Freescape. Yes. yes. Dark, Dark Side was the sequel to Driller. Okay. Yeah, I do remember. Didn't know about Driller. Yeah, it, yeah, it was the Far Sky, Farscape engine. Yes. Farscape engine, as in yeah. Jim Henson's Farscape. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was called the. I'm going to have Google this. I'm pretty sure it was the Farscape engine. I might be talking poo. Let's have a look. No, no, that's great. These days, you have to just do a quick check. <laughs> I typed in driller and it just brought up pictures of drills for me. <laughs> Find your local workman here. Right, so drill. Freescape. 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 I was that talking boom. It is Freescape, not the Farscape. Sounds roughly the same. It's easy yeah. mistakes to make. Scott made the same mistake. It. Starts with an F. There we go. That's all you need. But that, I'll, I'll be honest with you, that looked better. That did look better. Come on. Especially on the Amstrad where you've got colours. <laughs> you had colours on the like spectrum. One. You had bits of blue and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. This is going to be like every week we're going to be doing this, aren't we? Um... <laughs> Let's move on to our next one. Um... Trapang! Two or squared? I haven't decided. Is it squared? This is the game that you've been playing, which we talked about I earlier th- in the podcast. I think it's just, I think it's just Trapang 2. Um, I don't know where Trapang is. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been playing the demo of this, which is uh, freely available on Steam, even though now they've advertised demos and this was mm. on there for like two years, but there you go. Um, what's interesting about this is it's a Team 17 game. Okay, that's Worms, isn't it? Worms, Alien Breed, some classic Amiga stuff there. Um, but uh this is well. You'll see in a minute. It's very doom, very fear. I, I we looked at it briefly before we started, and it looks really fearish. It looks incredible. You got bullet time. You got superpowers. You kill stuff, blow stuff up. 
it's just awesome. As you'll see in a minute. Yeah, so it's so Nigel, that's what we want. Right. Nigel, would you like to describe what's happening to the for the podcast listeners, please? Uh, there's a guy with a gun him? and he's running around on rooftops and through houses and shooting people. Yay! John Yay! Wick style. Uh, no, because John Wick would be putting his bloody coat over his head every five seconds. What he can do is, as well is you can grab the um, uh, the enemies and use them as human shields. Cool. Which is always good. <laughs> oh, Crisis, you could do that in. Japan, Japan two. squared. I mean, Japan squared. first. It is squared. It's the two like super scripts. So it's squared. So it's Japan squared. But um, <laughs> crisis. It reminds me of crisis. Remember crisis? Where you could grab the Koreans. Yes. And throw them. I was trying to think what game it was where you had that like super throw. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we'll go Doom, Crisis, Fear, Had a Baby, and Made Trapang Squared. I might give that. I have to break up. Because I've, I've got, I have a magic mouse, yeah? You can't play games on a magic mouse. I thought that was a bar of soap then. No, no, no. It, it, it could. It, 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 the world's most expensive bar of soap. Um, bloody 90 quid a pop. Um yeah, it's great for browsing the internet and doing stuff with, but gameplay wise, it's fucking useless. Um, so yeah, it's you can uh, yeah. you can head over to the Steam store and play the demo, or um, add to your wish list. Yeah, there's an, there's one that I was looking at. Um, what was it called? It was oh, something Hill Incident. It's an alien invasion game. Um, what was it? I was, I was just going to read. I was just going to read the about this game, which I've just found. Oh, read the about the game while I find yeah. this something. So, um, be the ultimate badass. You play as an escaped soldier who has no memories of their past life, but is infused with supernatural abilities. Revenge is on your mind, and you'll stop at nothing to get what you want. Deliver devastating punches, sneak around in the shadows, wield explosive weapons, and give the bad guys a taste of their own medicine. And it in, yeah. and it features explosive, <laughs> explosive single player story campaign, um, next level superpowers, um, mature content description. So the developers describe the, con the content like this. First-person guns and melee attacks that leave bloody bullet holes on human enemies. And when you talk splatter. about content, then you almost slipped into something very rude. Yes. <laughs> uh, blood splatter on nearby services. Powerful weapons will often dismember enemies, separating limbs from their body or destroying their bodies entirely, leaving only bloody remains. This is the game I want to play. Yes, I can understand that. That sounds that sounds like fun. That reminds me. Do you remember ever play a game? What was it called? It was Soldier of Fortune. Yes. You play Soldier and, of Fortune, and you and shoot the them, and you're and yeah. like, dismember, like losing an arm, or like you spurt out blood. That was a good Activision game. There you go. Soldier of Fortune and Soldier of Fortune 2. I, I remember Activision the train game. fight where you're fighting with a helicopter 
Mm. And you shoot into the helicopter with a sniper rifle, and then the helicopter just explodes blood inside the cockpit, and then yeah. crashes. And it was just like, oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm going to do that again. Absolutely fantastic <laughs> um, games. Yes. Um, actually, while we're at it, we'll just do we'll do one more because I want to talk about this this one here. So just give me a second. We've gone around the houses. Um, got back to the beginning here. So this is called. The Grey Hill Incident, and it's like signs. The video game. Are we lost, Babster? Oh, oh um... we lost. It worked for him to come back, but this is like signs. The video game. I was going to show him, and he's buggered off. You know what it is? Spectrum's not working, and uh, he's having to fix it because it's terrible. If he had an Amstrad, he wouldn't have these issues. Oh, I'm back. And he's back. Okay, so this is called the Grey Hill Incident. Uh, and I saw this a, a while back, and it was just... It's one of those games that kind of... Mm, this piques my interest. Uh, Ryan! Ryan, can you hear me? I'm here. You need to wear a tinfoil hat. Your son, Henry, too. They go into your brains by telepathy. Lunatics and conspiracy theorists claim to have seen a UFO. The minority tries to convince other people that the small green aliens are real. The neighborhood watch takes care of it. It's Ryan's turn today. He will visit you tonight during his tour. Hello! This is Ryan. I just wanted to check if everything is okay with you. I was hiding under my bed, but they got Johnny. Don't tell the policeman anything. Otherwise, we all end up in the psychiatric ward. That seems like a long shot. But I guess it's our only option. But even if we do get close, how the hell are we going to get inside of that thing? No! No, Henry! Who knows what they're doing to him? God, I hope they didn't start drilling into his teeth. And we'll leave it there. Oh, wow. That looks awesome. I need to play that. And it looks creepy yeah, it's as hell. On, it's, it, it's on a lot of other things. It was just one of those ones where it's like someone... I watched like a guy called IDP. He does like indie, indie game playthroughs. And he started oh, playing it. And I was just like, this is... Nice. It looks quite interesting. It was like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Is that PS5 mm -hmm. exclusive? I'm going to throw no, my toys no, out. No, it's on, it, I think it's on every, I think it's on everything. I think it's, this is... Because I just picked, I found the PS5 video because it was quicker. Right, okay. Um, but I think it's I think it's on it's on I think it's on Steam, it's on Oh Xbox. man. That's right up my street. So yes, I know it's definitely on PC, so I'm gonna have nightmares yeah. about Greys now. Yeah. Probing ass probing me. <laughs> Without any lube. And on that note, I think that's where we should end the podcast. Nige, how do you feel about being probed? Uh, I no. <laughs> I'm gonna be out of here. Screw you guys! I'm going home. I'll, I'll um, give it a go. I'll give it a go. <laughs> I'll do it the once, just to say I've done it. If you know yeah, what I mean. For, for a meal, show, show me the money first, though. <laughs> At least buy me a drink. Yeah, just a drink and a meal first. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, don't be rude. I mean, come on, show you got manners. Yes. Anyway. 
thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I've been Gareth. You've been wonderful. And I've been Nigel. I haven't been I've moved places. Um, and I feel completely underrepresented in games because there are no games about fat bearded people who do lots of Excel spreadsheets at work. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.